0: ...of the Brothers Podcast. Give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in the world full of hate, who's going to do it for you? I'm your host, Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. Hello, my co-host, Nate, your name? Steven, C. P. P. Watson,
1: and together that would make us... The Brothers. Yeah.
0: Okay, it's been a while. We know yeah. that. Did we have to go back and forward about we ain't seen y'all. Man, it's yeah. cold outside. It's a little bit a little yeah, ooh, rusted.
1: okay. Yeah, the boys What they doing? We got to do all that. We got to
0: we I'm, got a two game win streak going on. We sure do. Yeah, okay. two. We got two games. Yeah, we got and two games. you know what we're gonna do that we ain't did in a long haul. Uh huh. It's called it's town, town hall business. City people, what you got for?
1: As always, well, it's been a while still. Shout out. We're gonna keep repeating that. Shout out to our brothers in the brothers hub. Our official DJ, our always official DJ JMC. Our uh, shout out to our brothers in the brothers hub. Uh, Ryan Watkins for at my mama's table. Shout out to a boy Reggie Price for the podcast. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Shout out to our friends, our fans who are tuning in, viewing in, wherever you're from, wherever you're at, wherever we're listening anytime soon on Anchor or any other podcast site, or any or watching the video right now on Share. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all for still riding with us, still being here with us.
0: You shout out to everyone that is watching the Brothers Podcast. And he's still right doing now. that. That hasn't changed. I would like to give a shout out to WIAN Radio in Tennessee. We're not going to say Memphis and we're not going to say Nashville because we don't know where the hell they are from. Okay, We don't know that, okay? But shout out to WIAN. Just ask, Kevin. Us ask together. Kevin. I did. He said, I don't know. We sometimes do Nashville. We do Memphis sometimes. So I'm just going to say Wait, did yeah, you really say that? No, nah, I didn't say that. Okay. Wait. So shout out to Nashville, Tennessee WIAN Radio uh, been holding us down for a long time. Also shout out to UBN. Shout out to iHeart Radio. Shout out to iTunes. Shout out to I. Shout out to him. And shout out to everybody that make Brothers possible. I done said it once. I'm going to share it again. Nothing but a Google what? Keep positive. You know
1: what? Oh, more. we got to do a bonus shout out. Shout out to our a good friend of ours Miss Sky Miller who had brought an interesting proposition to us. We will let you know as soon as that comes. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's not coming. We're not telling you yet. It's not there yet. We got something planned for y'all, letting y'all know. All right. So I'm all out of shout outs. about you, City. I'm all out of. So I guess we're going to the next segment, which we haven't done in a while. Is what's really good out here? What's, in these what's really good out here? Well, if you haven't heard, uh, Kamala Harris dropped out of the presidential campaign. And she should have. because, good God, she really should have. Because uh, Kamala, 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 sweetheart, it's not like realistically had a chance. And, you know, the black black delegation kind of charged you to the game already. I thought they already traded her for Gary Owen or some shit like that. Some, whatever. The bottom line is, is that when you trade in on the black culture to try to make
0: it come up, it doesn't look good on you, sweetheart. It just doesn't. I don't think she traded in on the black culture. I think she was praying, not P-R-A-Y-E. We talking about P-R-E-Y. She was praying. In, black in the black culture, uh, but that I'm so glad that shit don't work no more I'm so glad that people have wised up and said that you can't right. just use us when you want to started with Hillary Clinton But I'm glad that even though she's skin folk that y'all didn't treat her like folk. So shout out to everybody that made her not be possible because she was tragic for the african-americans on the west coast
1: Yeah, on uh, a lighter note. Did you hear about the debacle that took place with Cardi B at all said
0: again? You going to, have to explain that more to
1: me. So apparently, Offset got on, got some hot water because the girl he would remember that little story about him cheating on Cardi B, the girl named Jade, the stripper, yeah. who turned out to be Takeshi 6 ix girl. <laughs> well, earlier this week, Jade went on Insta, her Instagram and showed everybody that Offset's still hitting her up. God damn. Still, she slid in her Instagram DMs and she posted on Instagram. And you know what this nigga offset did? What? He claimed he got hacked. And not only that, he went on his Twitter account and posted a whole bunch of gay rhetoric going on and talking about, so I "I like balls, I like suck dick. Oh, damn, this nigga is. He (laughs) went to the ultimate level of covering up his fuckery.
0: Okay. And guess what's worse? What say I want to you I wanna say something to you got finished? You know what's Yo, worse? What's, what's worse? Cardi bought it! She bought it. That's because Cardi loves her. He, she, he loves, she loves and, her. And and not, not only that, I'll take that back. Cardi is in the game, okay? Yeah. Now Cardi got a lot more to lose with offset and them yeah. separating than if they stayed together and got that money together. So yeah. Cardi is in it for the for the business. Mm-hmm offset Better tread lightly. He got a baby, man. Hey, you got a baby. He got a baby, and he claimed he tried to go through all that rigging. No, 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 no. Let me let me just say it one more time, bro. You got a baby. Yeah. Now, I ain't talking about on no romantic shit. You have a baby with her. You are worth, you claim to be worth millions, but let's just say you worth enough money to go to court and ruin your entire life, okay? So you better start treading lightly. But don't the court system tell
1: you that the person that is the biggest breadwinner in the house is the one that has to pay for child support? Hell no.
0: No, no, that's not true. That, that, is, that is not absolutely true. I and, and 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 t- no, because I got to tell you, don't be going, I don't want you going out of here spreading that bullshit, okay? That's why I got to be hard on you sometimes now, But it uh just <laughs> please don't put yourself in a situation, my granddad used to say this all the time. Don't get yourself in five minutes worth of pleasure trouble, then it take your ass five years to get out of. Zip it up. Don't even wrap it up. Because that's why you're in trouble. You've been wrapping it up too goddamn much. So, bottom line is, is
1: that, you know, Offset is trying his
0: damnedest to keep his relationship checked.
1: And Cardi is keeping her, doing her damnedest to make it seem like she's being a reasonable person.
0: And we're doing our damnedest not to laugh so hard. Just. And stop gaslighting people. That's one thing I got to say. I used okay. to do that. You know, you get caught. And then you start lying. And you start to make... But go them, ahead. Go on, go, your, go, go, on, go on this tangent real I'm quick. I'm just right? saying make the other person seem like they crazy... I did that that's why I ain't never telling you something that I ain't never did before but that shit will mess up a person's mental so if you did it if you was bad enough to do it you're bad enough to get caught and fess up to it alright now so just when you get caught you did it make sure your girl is okay mentally just tell her what you got to tell her and take the consequences that's so all I got to say about that. Okay. But you know what? What? Did you have something else you want to say? I think
1: we're out of it. I don't know. I, I did know there's some other pop culture shot out there, but I feel like bringing it up. So go ahead.
0: Okay. Well, that would be a great segue <laughs> into our topic <laughs> since we're talking about a Puerto Rican and a dude from Atlanta. You know Oh, you know what? <laughs> Speaking of Atlanta, that is
1: one thing. So we what's up? Let's touch up on So what about the T.I. fiasco? Now you have
0: to explain that a little bit
1: more. So T.I. basically, you know the story about T.I. and... He went on the air, I guess he did an interview where he told everybody that he takes his daughter to go get her hymen checked. Right. And a lot of women are not happy with that because it's like they're evading her privacy as a, as a woman.
0: She's just 18 years old. She's not a woman. She's my daughter. She's 18 years old. <laughs> She's not a woman. She's my daughter. I don't give a damn what you think what I'm doing. I'm trying to uh, ensure that she don't have an early pregnancy and none of these rascals get up in her. You ain't got to take care of her. So...
1: That, so basically, it's a lot of women are out there saying that she's impeding... He's impeding on her, liber, her civil liberty as a woman to keep invading her privacy. Now, I will say that this is not my field. I'm not a father. Never have been. <laughs> I know. That would be morbid if you was. So oh, yeah. Then you're not anymore. That would be terrible. Okay, <laughs> shut up. You know what I mean? I'm not, so this is not my field of discussion on whether or not Of being inappropriate or not, so I'm gonna leave that one alone. However, I do have one problem, and this about that situation is that you went public with this. Now, speaking as a child of a black family, I grew up in a household black parents. It's like, I don't want my business being out there. And I'm pretty sure his daughter did not want her business out there either, but you know, black parents tend to (laughs) be Doing all this. Telling everybody your business to their friends, to your other family members, to your pastors, to your aunts. Like, why? Why did you feel like you needed to say that? Why? 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 Like, I I speak for my personal sake because I've had that (laughs) happen. Not behind the check, normal man. But you know, I've had personal business that I've told my mother, and she went and told a bunch of people that I didn't want to tell. You, now, you talk about T.I.'s daughter. Watch She's probably not watching. She's at work. <laughs> She's at work. She ain't watching. Maybe later. But T.I.'s daughter is literally having her business put out there. So I don't blame her for being mad. I honestly don't. Because I wouldn't want nobody to find that out. This would have been all cool if T.I.
0: would have just shut the fuck up. Now, nah, thanks for saying my shit. But uh, is it not okay because he was going to do something like this with his daughter or it's not okay because he said something out in public. No, I mean, they, they do it regularly. That's what you told me. That they do do it. Okay. But
1: my thing is, is that like I said, it's not my place. I've consulted so to women about this. You know, women who not on both sides of the spectrum who are both like feminists and non-feminists or whatever, liberal, whatever the hell political argument came from. There's a growing consensus of saying like, yo, that's kind of uncomfortable. It's kind of unnecessary, um I don't really like I said, this is not my department, and I really thought it was kind of really fucked up, and then I found out that uh like Rod Digger has a daughter, and she takes her to get her hyman check,
0: look man, so i' like I, I, I don't n- know, I ain't got nothing to say negative about this I don't know no, I know that if i had a daughter all that let her make her own choices i I, okay to a certain extent Mm -hmm. but when you in my custody my care there's a few things that is not going to be happening one is you're going to be out here trying to get with all these little boys out here because you my daughter you got a bright future ahead of you and the one thing that can impede that is our early pregnancy and you don't know how the hell to deal with it and granddaddy ain't about to be a granddaddy so we're gonna check some hymns in my house i'm, I'm sorry I got to keep it real with you. I I ain't got nothing problem with it. Only thing I got a problem with what you said is that he blasted the shit everywhere. But you got to do what you got to do with your babies, man. Because you're trying to preserve them. You only get one life for your children. And you're trying to make it the best that they can. And I don't see nothing wrong with it. Only if he was doing the procedure himself, it would be a problem. <laughs> but other than that... Hey, do what you gotta do to protect your children until they become adults. Like I said, I don't, I, I have
1: to see it from both sides of the spectrum here. How I don't see it as a problem, how I do see it as a problem. So, like I said, I'm not a parent. I'm kind of neutral on this one I have no say on this All I got a problem is It went public That he went public about it
0: Keep that shit to yourself
1: too
0: it made yourself worse for yourself Alright So go ahead Now we're going to take a quick break Like 30 seconds to recalibrate Because we got a slapper over topic dealing with this black love That we all go through Well you go through it if you're black But we're going to hit you in the head But we're just going to take a quick 30 seconds So get not, ready Not the black love that Drake is doing Okay. Not about family.
1: Okay. Down. No, not sliding in underage girls' DMs. Okay. We're yeah. talking about boys. All right. Not that time. Rainbow. Do
0: you hear
1: this on the This kind of bad. <laughs> We're well, sorry. We're gonna show our music
0: playlist
1: because <laughs> we just stopped and realized what the hell's being played right now. Is, it's like this is what horrible. In the
0: hell is this?
1: You might as well
0: might cut this off do y'all want me to, to cut this off
1: <laughs> just go ahead.
0: as long as you can't I'm gonna turn it down Jesus enough,
1: Christ I'm not going to yeah let's just go let him hear more of us and less of that
0: but anyway <laughs> alright the 30 seconds is up that was painful yeah don't ever do that again <laughs> it wasn't me it's <laughs> him whoever <It's just laughs> <so laughs> slow burn is LeBron, LeBron. You know whoever this nigga is only paradise that is for. Find something sharp and just keep just keep jabbing at it. Just and he's keep, white too. He's doing like this. But school. anyway, so not to get so violent because we're going to talk about something that is the opposite of violence, and that's what we call black love. Yes. we call it black love because black love is black love, and if you can't have black love, then what love you got if you're black? That's a lot of shit to say. That's a lot. But what we are talking about is just. Black love going the distance. Now, this is something that kind of is near and dear to my heart right now because I recently lost my grandfather. But on the flip side, my grandfather was somebody that was married for 65 long years. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And even though it was a dysfunctional 65 years, it showed me what it takes to be in a relationship with somebody for richer, poor sickness, and health. So that's something that I think we need to focus on because it ain't always going to be good sex, body rocking, knocking boots all night long. The body rocking, knocking the boots. They didn't even have a CD player back then. So it, it, it couldn't be that. So as always, how we always do it, we're going to introduce a situation to my man, City P. What's that? We're going to talk about the factors it takes in order to have black love go the distance and we want city p to kick us off with his point of view so what i
1: think is what's well actually i want to start off first with what's hindering it i think one of the major things i'm sorry one of the major things is pride i want to say that pride is one thing that It's really a fickle thing that has to be Balanced out real well in my personal opinion Because pride Is what you need to have Some type of solidarity However too much of it Could kill your relationship And what I mean is when you have pride Especially in a black household Black people are very dominant people We don't like to really concede To a lot of things We feel like we've been through enough In our lifetimes And our people have gone through a lot in society that we
0: can't... We don't like concession. You know what I mean? No. You no, I know what you mean. I'm saying we don't like concession. Yeah, we don't like concession. Mm-hmm. And
1: that tends to trickle when it comes to even when we interact with each other. Like, say, that's the bros. You and I. We argue all day. Back and forth. Time and time again. You can say we'd be right, we could be wrong, but sometimes our pride gets in the way. Mm-hmm. We don't want to admit it, but our pride definitely gets in the way. So... But when it comes to the interaction between a man and a woman, especially a black man and a black woman, pride really takes a really awkward, iffy term because even though a man can be right, Oh, women have a tendency to say, we don't give a damn when you write. it's about us. You see, the thing is, and I don't want to sound like I'm slandering women, but you know it's a little bit. Do it! Shit! <laughs>
0: What's wrong with you, man? You always
1: know, the, the age old joke is, is that men have a d- thing about arguing with a woman when it comes to making sense. Women are arguing with men to about sense. When it comes, they don't care about sense. Sense is irrelevant to them. It's about distance
0: irritation, and protecting themselves emotionally. I got a quick story. I want to get everybody's opinion. I'm probably not going to get talked to for about three weeks. You are more likely not, but well, go ahead. <laughs> but I, I I'm probably not enough. going to get talked to either, so it's okay. Okay, quick question about like sense, logic, all that rationality. So, I was taking my significant other to the airport. And we was pressed for time. I would asked them, do you want something to eat? We was by the crib. They said, no, I'm gonna wait till we get to the airport. So we're driving to the airport, still pressed for time. And when we get about three minutes away from O'Hara, my significant other says, Um, I want something to eat. I said, Okay, you say you're gonna get something in the airport. She said, No, I want something around the way. I said what? I said, what you mean around the way? Your flight about to leave. You need to be on this flight. What do you mean? She said, I just want something over here. I said, we're over here. She said about this far down. It was two miles down. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, if she doesn't make this flight, she's going to not be able to get a flight for a whole month. So it's imperative that she makes this flight. The place that she wanted to go to, the Cobras, was about two miles down. It was rush hour, long lines. I said, we can't do that <laughs> <laughs> because you might not make this flight. She got mad at me. Uh-oh. Yeah, she <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to I'm telling you, I'm not going to hit, hit again. <laughs> I just want to know. I want anybody to tell me if I was in the wrong for this, though. Can I acknowledge it, please? No. Please, come No, up. no, no, no. Shut up. Oh, okay. okay. So I insisted that we go to McDonald's. The McDonald's line was crowded. She wanted to go uh, down to Kobe's. I said, we can't do this, baby. This line gonna be messed up. I went to the gas station. She didn't wanna go there. She was so mad at me that she would not even give me a goodbye kiss when she got into the airport. Now, people, ladies, fellas, everybody, could somebody tell me, was I in the wrong in not being logical by looking at the time and assessing that going down too far would cause her to be late or was I completely irrational by dictating what she wanted to eat per se? Yes, you were irrational. Shut up! Uh, bro, fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. <laughs> See how the brothers work with one motherfucker.
1: You know fine until until just now. <laughs> Look, here's let's be all in seriousness. Look, I understand what you meant. I understand that you had to do what you had to do to get your girl to the airport. That's perfectly illogically. I'll take
0: it. If I I was wrong,
1: I was wrong. But dictate. Listen,
0: here's the mistake. When you said dictating to her what you should. The reason why I said the word dictate because I didn't want to use like another soft word. So it'd be like I'm trying to make myself into being something that I wasn't because I was dictating at this point. I was like, no, we can't do this. So no, I was. And, and it's, no, no. It's so I want to paint the reality okay. of the picture. You want to know what? It, here's the first. I was mistake. not being nice. Here's soft. the first mistake that you made. First of all, uh, stop, 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 stop. So we're gonna switch the way you're telling me this information because it seemed like you're trying to teach me something. So just give me your opinion, oh, you know? first of all, and put your goddamn finger down. What? Hold on. Oh, put your finger a, down. Why? Put your finger down when you give me. This hold, on, hold on. First of all, because I'm not telling t- me what I gotta do. I'm not going. Well, you ain't gonna talk about my shit with your finger up. Now, you talk about everything, but you put your finger down We talk about... Let me tell what? this. Okay. <laughs> the black power movement, all right? So, here's, a, here's what you best tell.
1: First of all, you try to dictate to a woman about her food. That is a primal <laughs> number one mistake. Because you never do that. Never, ever, ever. When it comes to women and food... No. Did I mess up public? Yes. <laughs> get <Forget laughs> what he said. Because yes. yes. I know better than that. Did I mess up public? I don't think they nothing what you want to eat. But all of this, make a selection so we can go. Now, when you tell her <laughs> you're going to eat this. <laughs>
0: That's not how it happened Bad move I didn't tell you Bad (laughs) move But I strongly insisted That these are the only places That we can go I strongly insisted They ain't trying to hear that at all And you know my personality I ain't got a soft They are
1: not trying
0: to hear that at all When I say strongly insisted You know my personality (laughs) See we went from dictated To strongly insisted I'm just saying I, I, I wasn't like baby I said hey no We can't do this If you know me you know what I probably did. Like Listen, so, if, you, if she said she wanted Chick-fil-A, and you said, oh, uh, we getting Popeyes. No, nah, you in trouble, bro. You can't do that. No, then that would just be something else. But this was because it was a time And pr- Basically, all I'm trying to say is, uh, which brings me to my opinion of this situation. Real quick, I believe the way that you should have and the way you can have a long-lasting black love relationship is that you have realistic expectations of what's going to happen in the relationship Mm -hmm. a lot of times we think that once the new smell wears off once the honeymoon relationship wears off then there's something wrong with me or you but on the contrary if you are planning to spend the rest of your natural life with a person Mm -hmm. you are going to hit this thing that's called normal And in normal spaces with a relationship, things like what I just talked about at the airport, those are the type of things that happen. Now, if you are the type of person that wants to have excitement every single moment or every week of a relationship and you can't deal with the subtle nuances of a story that I just told happening, disagreeing, maybe not liking each other to a certain extent, but then getting over it because you know you love each other and love is bigger than like or dislike, but it's about who's gonna be your first contact when you go to emergency room. Because that's what I wanna know. If, If I'm in love with a woman, which I am, but if I'm in love, I'm at the point where I don't care about you just being all obsessed with me and being one to be my future forever. I want to know if I get into an accident, are you going to be scared or too scared to come back in the emergency room to look out for me? Are you going to be the person that I call as my first contact? Are you going to be the person that's going to hold yourself up if I die or something happens to me to take care of the kids once I'm gone? Are you going to be the one that will bury me when I leave? All those. Are you going to take care of me if I get sick? So a lot of those things, I believe that black love suffers because people don't take that into account they take the romanticized netflix version instead of the realistic version of what love really is and love can be devastating love can be death love can be pain as long as you can keep that in your mind and look at that person not only in loving ways because that's why y'all are together but in the realistic of what's going to happen in a relationship then I think black love can withstand and go the distance for as long as you can run a marathon. Only if you got realistic expectations.
1: And that's another thing I wanted You know what? That's a good point because you got to my next point. Expectations. Because yeah. I think a lot of us, when it comes to black love, believe that our expectations of the other person or this relationship might be not what they wanted. Okay? Sometimes... It's almost like this Disney fantasy that's being embedded in us that we need to start diluting out of our systems. Like, and I have to say this to women specifically, because, you know, I don't see us doing that. Sorry, it's chauvinistic, I don't care. (laughs) Um, I think women sometimes have this romanticism of what their ideal relationship is, what their ideal guy that there is. What the, in the ideal setting it is. It's like, it's not exactly feasible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's asking for perfection is like almost impossible. It's practically impossible because every proportion's form of perfection is different from the next. So I don't understand where this idea that, it's, and it's kind of been engraved in our heads. Like, you know what the young lady who married the Prince of England? Like, everybody was all up and on. It's like, oh, my gosh, she found herself a true Prince Charming. It's like a yeah. Disney movie. That is and, a title. And exactly. And then she became the, the Duchess of Essex. Mm. And she was like, oh, she came up. She got royalty. She really set the game up. Why can't I get a man like that? It's because these types. This, this, first of all, it has to do with money. This is a, yeah, this this is is a, a classic side. This is a money thing. <laughs> this is a movie. With <laughs> <Quite, laughs> lots of <money>. One, this <laughs> is a movie. Well, this is actually happening in real life. But at the same time, this has to do with money. Mm-hmm. Because you ain't getting that type of money. Let's be reasonable. Yes. But two, it's just... It's unrealistic for you to think that way. Because that's like a one in a million thing that can happen to her. Mm-hmm. It's not happening necessarily to you. So I think the expectations of this is kind of too much. Yes. In my personal opinion. Um, and I think one more key thing I want to note is truth i don't think one factor that's hindering us is truth i don't think a lot of times in black love when it comes to black relationships that we don't be brutally honest with each other in the right time we don't be brutally honest with each other when we need
0: to be we kind of be disingenuous i don't want nobody being brutally honest with me if you can't be honest with me in a way that I can keep a little bit of my dignity, then I think well, you need to retrace the way you talk to people. Shit, damn, I don't want to be honest. Get out of here. With no that. I don't I know think what you, you meant. No, you know what I know meant. what I heard. Okay, but now <laughs> but you know what I meant?
1: Shit. So, sure. so the point is, I think, uh, under the context of what
0: he said. See now that would be the initial reaction That's where I get talked about You get brutally honest You can still tell me what you need to tell me In a way where I can absorb it And still have a little bit of my pride But I'm happy that you
1: had that That you explained that type of reaction Because I know that's what a lot of people Have thought of initially when they said that But no Brutally honest would mean Sometimes I have to be forward and tell you What you're doing is hurting me
0: Sometimes I have to just be up and tell you that I'm doing something that's hurting you. Can I can I give it another name just see if you like this part? Instead of saying brutally honest, how about vulnerably honest? Because how you said what you're doing is hurting me. That is some vulnerability that most men can't do. Well see, and then that's the thing. Vulnerably honest.
1: Vulnerably honest. Uh, that's vulnerably honest. Oh no, I, I, I think that's still kind of suppressing what the feeling about this because eventually it's not being vulnerably honest or leaving yourself open is not. It's going to happen, but I don't think it's you know you're not going to get the whole thing out like you want to. I like you ever get caught. Okay, so you
0: say vulnerably honest. Mm -hmm. So, are you talking about expressing emotion? If you're vulnerably honest, everything's on the table. Emotion, finances. Baby, I don't make any money. I don't... <laughs> I don't think. Honest. I don't think
1: vulnerably honest. If there, if there's a tad bit of more, too much more emotion involved in it, I don't
0: know. I think you're because, overthinking it, man. Huh? I think you're overthinking it. Vulnerably honest could mean that the things that you are vulnerable about nine times out of ten, uh, your body image, uh, your money situations, the fact that in the past you got post traumatic stress over relationships, and you don't know how to tell this woman or those women how to tell you. I mean, I get that. I, I get, that's being vulnerable. I get that. But you want to disagree for no fucking
1: reason. No, I just <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm not disagreeing for no fucking reason because that's what you want to suggest. Mm. But I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna stick with what I have. I'm
0: I'm okay with what I got. Okay. Okay. I'm okay with that. That's well, yours, bro. Okay. Um. So I and, got oh, okay. Just, no, go go right, got, go. if you if you got another factor because I have one more factor I, I want to introduced to the people?
1: I was going to say outside voices. Okay. Because you know a lot of people have a tendency to have, have a opinion about your shit. Yes, we do. know this. Now, I did have an interest to argue with another one of our Brothers in the Hub, Reggie Price, on my uh, Facebook post where I said sometimes to have a good relationship, you need a solidified inner circle.
0: Okay, I, I did see that. You saw that. Y'all verse. going to look, go a little bit deeper into that. So
1: when I say I solidify in a circle, this is my philosophy. First of all, when you're having a relationship, when you're developing a relationship, I believe it's supposed to be intimate between that person, a man and a woman. We're supposed to be able to work on us for ourselves. Now, once we kind of have a firm planning and stability in our relationship, I think outside sources could possibly hinder that. So, in order to combat that, we need to have an inner circle. An inner circle that of people and of our friends that will sit there and be like, you know, if something happens, they can hold us accountable. Because you know we're going to always end up venting to them. We're always going to vent to them about something or a situation here or there. And we kind of want to, you know, have a circle that's going to keep us accountable. Some of her friends, some of my friends, so on and so forth. What... Reggie disagreed with was why in the world would I have other people having outside opinions about my relationship between me and her. Mm-hmm. Which, I got it, but I feel like he spoke on it in more of a sense of pride. And that's what I, we talked about earlier. That's the pride thing. Now, there's... Because he says he's always felt that he's the type of person and just us use him an example. He's always felt that he's the type of person that... Was always honest with themselves. And... I always find that a little bit to be disingenuous. Because you're using the idea of... You holding yourself honest and accountable for yourself... Is kind of like you're giving yourself an out. Mm -hmm. Because you're not... Because based on your perception of what you're holding yourself accountable for... It may not be enough. So you may say... Oh, I may have fucked up. I'm sorry. All right, let's move on. But you may not understand the, the severity of what you fucked up. So that other person is like,
0: you don't really give a shit. Now, I agree with both of y'all. Okay. I agree in a sense of, I agree and I disagree with both of y'all. I agree in a sense that you do need an outside party to keep things neutral because you know everybody you know you only live in your skin so you only have your opinion i do not believe that that outside moderator should be anybody in your inner circle because as much as they can call themselves being objective if they know your girl or if they know you for a long time they're going to go for each other's best interest so if you had a moderator like a, a licensed therapist or you had a, a pastor, this is where pastors you know, can come in, uh, then yes. So you can go and then and try to get some clarity. But I would not get a peer <laughs> that has not even been through all the shit that you're going through and don't even have as much experience as you do trying to tell you something, even if it was coming from an objective standpoint. I don't really believe in when you're in a serious relationship. You... You should get the serious things involved with people, even if they're close friends. I think those things is between you and your girl. And if y'all decide to go to therapy. Uh, So I'm going to have to say no on the inner circle being friends. But yes, on a third party that can have an objective opinion. And that's all for the brothers, because you know how I be killing. I feel like I just killed it and nobody and everybody. Did I leave you speechless? No, I'm just thinking. Are it. you reminiscing? No. <laughs> did, did, did no, I'm just listening to you talk. Who hurt you? <laughs> no, I'm just listening to you talk. Actually, I was... Be, before, before we change this, I got one more factor. All right, what's your factor? My factor is, and this is not a popular one, for how can black love last a distance. Like I said, I just lost my grandfather. And one thing that my grandfather showed me. Is that a lot of things can happen in a relationship, in a marriage, that we don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it happens. Okay? One of those things can be infidelity. One of those One things of those can be disrespect. Mm-hmm. Now, I it's no I, I just want to make this disclaimer. I'm not suggesting that this is okay at no means. So if you mm-hmm think that I'm saying I'm down with this, I'm cool with disrespect, I'm cool with cheating, I'm cool with all this. I'm not saying that at all. What not. what I am saying though is if you are realistically thinking about going a distance with someone, you have to understand that these people come in with baggage, you come in with baggage, there's going to be misunderstandings and miscommunications to the point where y'all are going to not like each other to the point where it could get disrespectful, okay? Mm -hmm. Things like this happen in a long-lasting relationship. Mm -hmm. The best thing you can do is learn from those experiences so it don't happen a second time, Mm -hmm. but you have to prepare yourselves for all of the things that you have feared in your life coming true if you decide that you're going to be in a long-lasting relationship. And like you said, I had a bird's-eye view with my grandparents because even though they was together for 65 years, 65 years, that's y'all lives twice, and some of y'all lives three times over, there were things in that relationship that got very extreme but they were able to still be a family at the end of the day. Because even all the stuff that my grandfather did, and even some of the stuff that my grandma did, okay, my grandma my grandma did some things too. It wasn't infidelity, my grandma ain't no hoe or nothing. But uh, <laughs> that'd be bad to say. Okay. Yeah. But even with all of those things, you wanna know what my grandma did? When my grandfather died, she said, I wanna have his urn in my room because I wanna be able to talk to my husband every day. Okay? So, what that shows you is that you have to understand these bad things may occur. I'm not saying they will, but they may occur. But if you can keep in your mind that you're going long distance so you can have the type of love that even in death that person still wants you around them which my grandmother wants my grandfather around, literally, in her bed. Her urn then you need to gauge for everything possible to happen in that relationship and not live in a fantasy that it won't. It's best to be prepared than to be scared when it happens. So that's what I really feel like the long-lasting relationship. We start to look at it like that. Like, let's get prepared for if something bad happens, we have a game plan. Instead of, well, why would you think like that? You know, because everybody always said, "Why would you think negative?" Because negative shit happens in relationships. That's why you think like that. This ain't no Netflix special. This is real life.
1: So, you know that, a little bit of that sepia that disappointment from that Tiffany <laughs> had a special came out right there. That's why oh. it's Netflix. Oh yeah, that, that yeah Tiffany has got a oh. special that shit sucks
0: Oh, that's so corny. It is mothball corny. Sorry. Oh, my God. She wasn't even as bad when she first came out. When Tiffany first came out, she was actually good. I'm talking about even stand-up. But it seems like the more she gets commercial... The more repetition she becomes. Oh, this is bad.
1: Like, she just repeats the same shit over and over
0: and over and Tiffany had to start talking about parasites for five minutes. I ain't know what to do with this point. I'm eating a burrito. She talking about Paris. I'm like, what? this is the first
1: time she tried to try to put some new content in. Oh just lord,
0: just, just she really thought that parasite joke was funny. That parasite, don't. Oh lord, somebody get us some writers. Let's move on. All right, okay. Write for her. I thought Cor- Corey Holcomb. Call Corey Holcomb. Tiffany. Call Corey Holcomb. Let somebody help you. This, this is ain't even really funny. This is just cringeworthy. But, it anyways. Is... Oh, that was corny. Okay. All right. So, um, another question for the people outside. And this is an interactive show. So, if you got some some get back, college at your boy, okay? We're all destroyed over there. So, do women or men stand in their own way when you're trying to have a long distance relationship, people? Yeah. Why? Because that goes back to the point I just said earlier about pride. We have a tendency to
1: not back down when we feel like we've been wronged or offended by something. And that's because, you know, some people may not understand whether or not they wronged or offended you. And especially with a significant other. Now, we get it. We all fuck up. We all say and do things that we don't want to do or we don't mean to do. I don't know if we constitute cheating as that... Under that realm. Because I think you have an intent to do that. But other things have been said and done. And sometimes we don't want to back down from that. Sometimes we don't want to admit fault. And that can tend to really wane on a relationship. A lot of times. Because when it comes to um, us as black people. We're really trying to make this work. And a lack of understanding and communication from how the other one operates can really hinder that. So yeah, we stand in our own way because even though we say, I get what you're saying, but this is how I feel. And I'm not stopping from how I feel. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we as black people like to look at our own best interests and forget that we're not playing this game alone anymore. Right, We're a team now. And when you perform a selfish action for yourself... You're not part of that team. You're looking in for yourself. It's like how James Harden drops 45 to 60 points a game, but the Rockets still lose. Hold on. I'm going to have to. You got it. You got it. Okay. So uh, that's how I feel. So honestly, I don't understand that whole dynamic of dealing with a relationship. When we are here... Trying to make it as, how do I say this? Winners, two of us. We're trying to make this work. So, as a black man and as a black woman, you have to be able to stop and stay out of each other's way. Sorry about that, people. And we calling. have to be able to coincide with each other. Because at the same time, you gotta understand, in this game, the long game, there's only one real person you can trust, and that's the person you rock it with. The person you're going to end up laying with for the rest of your life. The person you're going to end up being with for the rest of your life. And if you don't be able to trust that person,
0: and you can't allow yourself for that person to trust you, you're not winning. Let me ask y'all the question out there. What's up? Okay, that sounds all good and shit. But this is my thing. Um, I think a lot of people would not stand in their own way. I honestly got this theory that most people want to have a good relationship. Most people don't want to cheat. Most people want to be with the person that they love. But they feel that if they do act that way, i.e. the good woman or the good man complex, Mm -hmm. that they will get ran the hell over. So to me, that question is a double-edged sword because I feel that Most people know exactly how not to stand in their own way. It's just that they don't think that if they stop standing in their own way, that their partner is not going to take advantage of them and either start to treat them like a doormat, walk all over them, i.e. treat them like a doormat, maybe be with someone else or maybe start to lose respect for them because they're trying to compromise so the relationship could work. I believe that most men want to be good men to evade women. I do. I believe that 100%. And they know how to. Because you remember when we was younger? When Most men won't tell you this. When we was younger, most men didn't cheat on women when they were younger. When they was like 15, 16, 17, We were to talk to women at some point. We were so like... Right. I, I play football. It was so different for me. But we were so... That we was with a girl that nine times out of ten, most men didn't cheat. But we started to develop a, a habit of saying man, I'm going to have to play my options because the way that we was treated as we were being good men at an early age. Mm. So I believe that most men and most women, but most men would stop standing if they're in their own way if they could get assured that when I stop standing in my way that you will not take advantage of me or use my kindness for weakness. And now, see how the circle suddenly flip And now you're seeing more women getting
1: taken advantage of as well. Not only it's starting to flip, so that's what it comes back to the whole. Women
0: been getting taken advantage of for a long time, but yeah. now I, you, the pendulum is uh, swinging because you know you can't have you can't have patriarchy to the extreme without the pendulum swinging. And now it becoming feministic and women trying to do what men do. You can't have it. That. That's just basic nature. That's cause and effect, right? Okay. Well, So, and I got a
1: little bit of a, right now, I'm going to have to go on a little bit of a tangent here. I go on, as you know, we use social media for almost everything. We use it for our brother's hub, we use everything. And, you know, so we have to often be on social media. And I, it gets kind of disheartening sometimes when you kind of go on a pace. And I know this is a trend there's a trend I've noticed all the time. But you ever go, go on Facebook and you always see, somehow see, a black woman downing black men or having this a bash black men post or the niggas ain't shit post? How many times have you seen that? Are you going on, on a day you Go on Facebook? How many times would you say you
0: see it? I would say I see that maybe three to four times per week. Per week. Per week. Okay. And you're on Facebook how often?
1: every day hate to say it but I have to okay um I guess in my circle well not circle my broad fan of Facebook social media I see that show almost on a regular basis every day mm-hmm. and it's kind of disheartening and I understand that there is a culture of men that just are dogs and they're pieces of shit and yes they need to be held accountable for however I do think this man bashing, and I'm sorry, I am don't give a fuck if people get bad about it. I think this man bashing shit is corny. <laughs> it is. It's taken it to an extreme. There's got to be some level of accountability that has to exist on both sides of this party. And I understand that it's said, but, but this, this is going on. And this They do this. That, look, I, I get that. But going on social media ain't going to change that shit complaining about that shit on social media ain't going to do shit. All it's making it seem like is that now you're bitter, you're upset, you still got to unpack a lot of things that are going on in your life and you may not be ready for a relationship with anybody. Uh, So, good job with you proclaiming that to the rest of the world. You made yourself romantically unavailable now. I don't think that's a smart move for that in that mindset. Now, If you're not romantically interesting no more, you're not even sexually interesting anymore. So guess what? You're not interesting at all. So you're being counterproductive to it in large ways. I understand a lot of men, and for the women, just me speaking to the women, I understand that a lot of men have done y'all wrong, but going on social media and going out of your way, and that is just, we can talk about everything from the misogyny to the rape culture, I understand that, and that's not something to downplay none of that stuff either, but I don't think That going on Facebook and proclaiming that this is what they do and this is what they are. First of all, the majority is not like that. So stop generalizing. Generalizing
0: is a ridiculous thing to do. Hold that thought. If any woman comes on here right now and say, man, do it too. What is wrong with you? Okay. Let's stick to one part and then go to the other part. (laughs) Right. No seesaw going on these messages right now. Please.
1: Okay. So I understand that generalizing is a ridiculous thing to do because what you're saying is, is that you're trying to put an entire culture on blast and that's stupid. Because you said, well, if it doesn't relate to you, then don't worry about it. Well, yeah, because it does involve me because
0: you're saying people like me. Let's make a pact then. I won't put nothing on bashing women. You don't put nothing on bashing men. That's never going to work. Well, let's try to make this pact. How about we try? Let's just try we all ain't gonna bash each other on social media. Mm. Uh, I'm just saying all the women need to do this or men need to do that. we're not gonna bash each other back and forth because the, the truth of the matter is both do dirty stuff. We all do everybody a human does dirty stuff whether he's a man and the real and the reality is is that as black men and
1: black women, we literally. Are not that much different when it comes to behavior in, so, in relationships sometimes. We do shit to each other and behind each other's backs that are not right. It's not just a one sided thing, it's both sides. We've just had a discussion about this, some things earlier before about it's like a lot of things about black men. It's like black women do the same shit. It's just easier for them, with all due respect, it's easier for them to get away with it.
0: To be told. I ain't talked to you about that. I <laughs> think example. It must have been Reggie or shit. That. You know the conversation we <laughs> okay, had. Yeah, I right? understand the concept, but I ain't And the concept.
1: No I'm guy. this is why I'm here on
0: point. But <laughs> well, okay. what are you saying is? i I I agree for the most part of what you saying. We just ain't had this con, con- conversation. Right, well, That'd you, be what, like my daddy always. Well, what do you want to piggyback daddy off daddy what, what I just told, said then. We well, told you well, shit. Well what is your well what is your piggyback off on saying what <laughs> No, think? I agree with you. I agree with you. I believe that you know it's not it's counterproductive for you to bash men it if actually if you're trying to do it to get release some stress off you so you feel better you've actually just shot yourself in both kneecaps because you showed yourself to be unavailable because you're basically resentful and bitter so you're not increasing your chances of getting in a relationship with a person. Mm-hmm. Actually, because like attracts like and you're putting out that negative energy, you're actually increasing the chances of that same situation recurring over and over again in your life. Mm-hmm. So even though you want to vent and say those types of things, whatever you think, is the same. Whatever the thinker thinks, the prover will prove. Mm-hmm. So if that's your concept, I believe it is best for you to try to find a better concept before you... Say it on Facebook. That energy flows throughout the whole world, and you keep on getting the no-good nigga that made you put that status up in the first place. So that's my thought, but what I want to know is what's your final thoughts because I don't live here, and a nigga's trying to go home and watch the football game. Oh, my game. God. Fine. Niggas is selfish final when thought, they're in their house. Right, yeah. <laughs> but final when I want to go is, home,
1: niggas want to... My final the thought shows. is yeah, then... Dang. Don't care about a lot of bears. We're going to lose anyway. My final thought that's, is... That's your thought. <laughs> the bears are going to probably lose tonight. Man, get, get this, come on. My final thought is, is that we all got some emotionally impacting to do. But if you want that lasting love, black love can go the distance. You got to be ready to commit. And you got to be ready. And they don't running away from it either. Once you're ready to commit, you either buckle down and commit or don't. You're not ready for it. Just don't be ready for it. Like I said, was the article, this was inspired by an article that Will Smith talked about his wife, Jada. Um, Will said that we're doing, I don't even consider ourselves a marriage anymore. We're life partners. I'm with this. We've been over together for over two decades. I'm ready to go long distance with them. Now, they had to work through a lot of shit. A lot of babies. And, uh, a lot of other
0: people. Uh, polyamory. Homosexuality. Remember. Yeah you know they do you know they they do some wild shit? We we let's not act like this ain't a secret. Well I think they I think the kids kinda of grew out of it now though. The kids? I'm talking about Will and Jada. Oh Will anymore. and Jada out here bogus. Well, whatever. Six just... degrees of separation was a true documentary. Okay. <laughs> you know what the I'm The bottom talking about. line is is that
1: the you gotta be able to kinda die to bite the bullet and keep going. A lot of things, a lot of things about this is you got to be able, it's going to take a lot of bending.
0: You're going to have to do some uncharacteristic shit, something you ain't used to doing. You know what you're going to have to be able to do as a man and no men, actually men are about (laughs) to pee on themselves when I say this. And I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say this because women go through it all the time. But you're literally going to have to look being cheated on in the face and be okay with still being with that person now most people don't want to admit that because everybody always want to talk long distance mm-hmm. but the things that's going to break you up is cheating and beating yeah definitely so and these are two things that happen inside of a relationship it's just that we don't like to talk about these things cuz we always want to gloss over the subject right. disrespect domestic violence and infidelity happens in relationships I ain't saying it's happening in yours. And I'm not saying that you hope for that. But what I'm saying is, like I said earlier, if you want to talk about going a distance, it is best that you to address this situation. Any situation. Hold it by the horns and look at it because it something may pop up. And if you are stuck in reality, well, stuck in a fantasy that these type of things will not happen in a relationship that's supposed to last the distance, you're sadly mistaken. You have never been in a good relationship in your life if you're still out of a relationship, because if you was, you would be married in in that relationship. So why don't you take somebody else's advice? And it's not my advice. This is what i noticed for 34 years of my life looking at two people married for 65 years and it was not perfect. So I'm That's done. That's keep
1: yourself. Yeah. So on that note, that concludes today's episode. We gone the distance. What? We actually gone the distance. We're almost at an hour. Wow.
0: We've actually went the distance. It had to be this day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're almost done. The game ain't even started yet, hey, man. Just don't talk to me, man. You in your house, man. You cool, but I am Dante Chase Bridges trying to get up out of here. And I'm Steven City, B. Watson. Wait for him to get the fuck about out of (laughs) here. Join us on the next show as we talk about. We don't know. We don't know yet. But we're going to figure it out. But it'll be
1: something. But we will be back here next week, though. We're back on code now. Yeah, we're back on schedule. We're back on schedule. Code schedule saving. Okay. All right. On that note, peace. So you're not gonna do the simple like
0: it? It's been a long time. I didn't get. I, oh my I God, didn't, is, I didn't whatever, dog. I is, didn't know it was gonna have. be like. That. I
1: don't care no more. Okay, man. You
0: know Stay classy, San Diego. No. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> what is this? I can't even turn this
0: off. Do you want to end it? I gotta keep on smiling because he can't turn it off. <laughs> yeah. <I> know, right? <laughs> <laughs>